Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. And today we're going to be talking about traditions and those ones that we brought with us to Germany from the States and those that we've kind of assimilated to while living here for an extended period of time at this point. And we have a special guest today, Marie Tischner. She's from the YouTube channel uh, Adventures of La Marie. Yes. An expat YouTube channel with many, many videos for you to enjoy. And she's also an American living in Germany. And we're talking too much about her. Let's talk about it later. This is just the introduction. True. Let's go. And this week's episode is brought to you by Koya Insurance. That's now, it. Alex and myself, we would recommend Koya to any expat living in Germany. I am a uh, proud client of Koya myself. Now, they are an insurance company that offers ooh everything. You got the home insurance, you got the private liability insurance, animal insurance, dog insurance, which are two separate things. Oh, mind you, I didn't know uh, that. bike theft insurance, and more. Koya has a completely digital sign-up process with no paperwork. You can sign up online and be insured within a couple of minutes. Before buying, if you're still curious about the price, as you know I would be, uh, you can get a quote on their website by just answering three or four simple questions. Everything is in English, and once you're done, the website immediately tells you how much the insurance will cost, check the coverage of the policy, and if you like what you see, Click that buy now button. That's it. Easy. But the best part is you can cancel your contract any day and you will be reimbursed for the remaining days. There's no waiting till next month, waiting till next year. You can cancel any day. So what is the risk? Today. Everything's in English. Tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Any day. To learn more about this very flexible cancellation policy, <laughs> please go to koya.com. That is C-O-Y-A.com. Here we be. Here we be. It's been a interesting week for us. I would say interesting day. Uh, to, today is November 4th. It is. Uh, supposedly the day after the, the election, even though it feels very much like the day of the election. It, well, I mean, yes, for us. Remember, everybody, we're six hours ahead of the East Coast and the States. So. No, but even for them, it's the day after the election. Yeah, I know. But like we're, we're seeing the things happening while everyone's sleeping. This has kind of been an all-day thing for us. Yeah, I, I watched until about... 2 or 3 a.m. and then I woke up again early morning and then kept watching and since I'm working from home I've been watching all day and I've been texting you all day oh, yeah, all day I mean I'm getting a lot of texts from Jeff uh, anyway it's been a stressful day but um, for sure uh, and, and then we'll, we'll move on I, all of you know we uh, all know uh, we, we hope it goes the right way we'll find out hopefully in the next few days by the time this is released you will know who our president will probably be I don't know that's only seven days. Some of the states have up till 10 days. So uh, it's very possibly that when this comes out, you I don't guess. know who the president is. Uh, but, you know, we're moving, moving along. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we need to. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So there's also been a, um, to add to the interestingness of the week, a nationwide lockdown light. Yeah, we, I think we mentioned it uh, last we week did, yeah. that it was about to come into effect. And now starting two days ago on Monday, yeah, on Monday. we are in lockdown light. Yeah, so you know, it's like it's kind of like last time with the bars, restaurants, um, gyms, theaters are all closed, but shops are still open, and a lot of streets you now have to wear masks outside. But when you walk around the city, I really don't see much of a difference yeah, in everyday life. It's kind of bizarre. Yeah, like you said, the big difference visually is you know the, in the first lockdown, ev all stores, everything had to be shut. But now you know, clothing stores are still open, convenience stores are still open. It's just those bars, those restaurants, and any place 
like where lots of people get together, like theaters and stuff that are closed. Exactly. And, and, and now we, you can meet up with um, one other household inside or outside. That's it. So uh, that's it. So you can't really get together with a big group of friends who are from different apartments. Basically, you have to choose which friend you want to hang out with. That that, that's it. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, there are worse problems in the world, I guess. Yeah, true. The uh, airport, we've talked about it a million times. You all know it. You all know, love it. But as as we speak, it is officially it open. Is open. Planes are landing and taking off, I'm assuming. But not very many. Yeah. And uh, all I've heard is that everyone who's seen it is extremely underwhelmed. They say that this is an airport that looks like it should be in a, like, a medium-sized city. Like, yeah. you know, Leipzig or, you know, not, not necessarily a capital city. So they say it was a long, expensive wait for a mediocre airport. But regardless, it's better than either of the airports we had. So even though it's not what we hoped for, it still looks like a proper, clean airport with ceilings higher than uh, two meters. You know? <laughs> exactly. Interesting note. On November 11th. Is Sorry, I just I just slammed my you beer. You slammed that beer on the table. Excuse me. Interrupting my I know my flow. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to flow. Yeah, please move uh, November 11th is Singles Day in Germany. Ooh, and that sounds like a dating day, but I it don't think it is. Yeah, this is a very capitalistic day, where retailers, physical and online, will now have big discounts similar to like a Black Friday type thing. Nice, because I think. They do do Black Friday in Germany. I, I, yeah, they do actually. Now that I remember, it's just not as big as in the U.S. So it just sounds like they're having a Black Friday at the end of the month, and they're having one on the uh, November 11th. So they're just having two back Black Fridays, basically. Pretty much, yeah. And then also Cyber Monday. If you want your deals, so this, November. Those are, all, those are all in November, right? It's all in November. Okay, well, so you have three days for. So really, don't don't worry yourself. You'll remember what it is. If, if, if you miss the singles day, you'll find <laughs> just find the next week. Black, Black Friday. Another interesting thing is um, IKEA in Germany is launching what is called uh, the Buyback Friday this November. Okay. You can go to any IKEA, bring old IKEA furniture you don't want anymore, and they will buy it back from you for roughly 50% of what you paid for it. So they'll actually, so you, you say if your wardrobe or this table, don't really like it anymore. They say as long as it's in good condition, they will buy it back from you. And the whole point is people have been complaining. The whole IKEA model is not good for the environment, not very sustainable because sure. you have this cheap furniture going out, going out. It only lasts a couple of years. It breaks. And you have to buy more. And I think IKEA, I can't remember what the number was, but they use like 1% or 2% of the whole world's supply of wood, uh, for oh the, which, which sounds small, but it's actually huge for, huge for one company. Exactly, yeah. Wow. So they're trying to be better so so that uh, their furniture have like a longer lifespan. So they will buy back the furniture from you and then they'll set up a little section in their stores where all this used furniture will be. And you can go to the IKEA and you can buy these used furniture at really discounted prices. So the furniture will just keep passing hands rather than just being tossed in the, in the bin. So that's I, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, I like it. You I know, like it. yeah, yeah. If, if if a company could do something that's better for you know the environment, I'm all here for it. Even if it's usually not altruistic, but if it's better, it's better. Yeah, I mean, usually it's because it's good press. You know, exactly. Not because deep down in their hearts they care. Probably not. I, actually, I don't want to speak. Maybe maybe there maybe are IKEA some CEOs care. somewhere around there that do care. I, I, I don't, don't know much yeah. about IKEA, so yeah. maybe we're wrong here. We're just assuming the worst. Yeah, I don't know much about the Swedes, so I don't want to pretend that I do. You know, they make bad whiskey. Ooh, that's one company. No, is that Swedish or that's Finnish? Oh, Swedish. Swedish. Yeah, it's only one company though. I, I don't want to label Sweden. True. True. We, we probably have some listeners from Sweden who just clicked off now. So, oh well, sorry so guys. We can just keep talking. They don't care anymore. They've, they've stopped the, listening. Yeah. They're gone now. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Uh, I want to give a personal shout out to Adam Frank. And personal? You mean from the both of us? Okay. 
Yeah. It's more group shout out. This one's more personal for me. Okay, okay. To uh, Adam, Frank, and Tony on YouTube um, for being in love with my mustache. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, <laughs> so, so, I, I appreciate it, but it's also kind of weird. Yeah, we have a YouTube, we have a YouTube channel now, and the first video we put up, we started getting comments and then I started noticing that every single comment was somehow related to your mustache. Yeah. Uh, about, about half the comments right now from this one video are <laughs> mustache related. So, um, but Hey, that could be, could be worse. People could saying they hate your mustache, but they love it. So true. That's true. Yeah. Well, Oddly enough, all men, no women that are talking about your mustache. So, yeah, but, uh, Hey, I I'll take love where I can get, wherever I can get it. I don't care. It's love. Love yeah. is love. I don't care. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. I like my mustache too. I'll record on it. And um, next, a shout out to Kara on Instagram, who we just got a message from, I believe it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll be moving to Germany uh, at some point in the coming months. I think she said uh, she's hoping in the next six months to move to Germany. And um, she asked us some specific questions about, interesting question about how COVID-19 slash Corona had changed the mindset of Germans in terms of things they used to, because, you know, Germans... You know, are famous for just liking cash and doing things with physical paperwork rather than right, right. Like, so she was asking, like, oh, how how has Corona changed the mindset of Germans in that sense? You know, are they going digital more, doing things online more? Interesting question. Good so question, I, actually, yeah, it's a really good question. So I talked to her about it a little bit. You know, and mentioned that um, it's for the first time in German history, card payments have overtaken cash, that sort of a thing. Right. And um, things have been going more online. But I told her once Corona's over. The things that went align might go back to being personal because Germans do love that paperwork. They do love paperwork. Love the smell of that fresh bureaucracy in the morning. Mm, nothing better. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's all the shout-outs for today. Are there any? Is there anything new with uh, with uh, Jeffrey? We wanted to hang out with people this weekend because it was before Corona, but everyone was so lazy and nobody. Before wanted, lockdown, you mean? Before yeah. lockdown, yeah, before Corona. I wish. Before Corona, yeah. No, um, it's been a while now. Um, so we did, so we didn't do that. So, but on, yeah. And it was a rainy kind of sort of crappy weekend. So yeah. Saturday we did a Halloween day, you know, watched a horror movie. And then, um, Sunday we went for a nice long kind of rainy walk. Oh, it's a nice two hour walk around the neighborhood. That was nice. Visited some, uh, graveyards that were on the way to keep it kind of Halloweeny. Nice. Excuse me. Gross. And in, um, typical fashion, one of the, one of the graveyards, they had this one big set- section that said, um, what was it called? Like it said something S- about spooky graves. No, no, it was just like, it's so like kinda section with like color oh, for, no. and, uh, no, no, not, not for dead children. It was, oh, okay. It was where they had, uh, kind of kids from Kita come and they basically just like planted vegetables and, 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 and a garden basically on top of this one section of all these graves. Like there's actual still graves there and they, oh. and they said it was to help get children, um, kind of uh, accustomed with death and uh, not scared of it kind of a thing. Interesting. So, I like that. That's cool. Uh, That's very cool. Although I don't know how they chose which graves were going to get, get uh, you know, planted on. Cause, also a good point. Yeah. yeah but I, but uh, to be fair, this <clears throat> some sections of this graveyard, the people were from, you know, 1700s. Uh, so I, not that that makes it better, but I'm just saying they probably don't have family around that are upset about this. But uh, Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Interesting. That, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. And then what about yourself? Um, yeah, like you said, the weekend wasn't that nice weather. So um, hung out, watched some Halloween movies, carved some pumpkins. Nice. Really just kind of relaxed on the weekend. It was my mom's birthday yesterday. Oh. Happy, happy birthday, mom. Happy I love birthday, you. Linda. Linda. Hey. You're beautiful. Don't look at the over 64. She's 65 now. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Wow, you could have not said that. <laughs> Nobody would have known. 
<laughs> no, she looks great. No, she, she's she's in good health. She's uh, she looks good. Great. Yeah. So happy birthday, mom. I love you. Happy birthday. Yeah. Not nothing else really uh, really new happening. But you know what? There actually there is something big new on the table right now. There it's is a big new f- here in the form of a bottle. There is. And what? before we open this bottle, oh. I want to remind everybody who's listening. Oh yeah. Well, what one. That? Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Last week was our 40th episode. If, in case you guys didn't know, we kind of blasted it a little bit. but And they thought we were done at 40. We're not. We're somehow we're, holding we're, on. We're done at 41. No. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, please remember to um, find us on Facebook. Uh, you know, do stuff over there. Find us on YouTube uh, and Instagram. Yeah, subscribe. Uh, give, us, give us stars. Give us reviews. You know, it, it helps us to keep going. You know, the... Uh, it's kind of like the the politics of the podcasting game, you know. Like, yeah. the more reviews you get on an Apple Podcast, the higher you get, the more people you're exposed to. You know, it's a it's a whole algorithm nobody understands. So, um, exactly. Anyways, so if you like us or hate us, give us a good or bad view review, as would go with the liking or the hating. That's usually how it works. Uh, because you know, we're not going to tell you to hold in your feelings if really you don't like what we're doing. So, but you're about like 15 minutes into the episode right now, which means you probably like us. So I'm hoping you so, know. Or you just, yeah, you're you're committed. <laughs> or you're just really committed yeah. to just finding out what happens at the end of this yeah. podcast. Um, yeah, and then our uh, website, agdwpodcast.com, and our Instagram is at americans.in.germany.podcast. Today, we are drinking a very exciting whiskey Yeah, you know, I've been pumped about. Alex mentioned a couple of days ago. He's like, you know what? I want to get back into the Japanese whiskey. You know, we did, um, we did, ooh, Suntory Toki. We yeah. did uh, Nika from Nika from the Barrel, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love them both. Both were great. And uh, this one's had good reviews, so I'm excited. Yeah, it's got a beautiful kind of greenish, multi brown color. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Right. I mean, that eh, actually look at the top of the bottle. It is kind of the glass is kind of tinted. I, oh, glasses tinted. I guess yeah. we'll so see in the... Um, that's affecting the... Uh, in our glasses. I don't, I don't think the actual whiskey is green, but... So this is also um, from the Nika distillery. Nika or Nika. Or Nika. I don't know. Um, and this is a single malt. Sorry for butchering this name. Thank you for butchering every name. Miyakaikyo. Miyakikyo. Can I see it? Miyakikyo. Mi Gikyo. What do we got here? Single malt. Mi Miyag Ikyo. Miyag Iko. Miyag Ikyo. Miyag. Or yeah, Miyag. Miyag Iko. Or, ooh, Miyag Ikyo. If there's anybody who uh, speaks Japanese or yeah, is from yeah, Japan. Yeah, I would actually like to be able to I pronounce know it correctly, pronounce this, especially yeah. if it's good and I want to drink it again. Interesting. Huh, what? Okay. So, Okay, so this is a single malt from the Miyakikyo distillery, Nika's second distillery built in 1969. The founder, Masataka Taketsuru, chose this site in the mountains of Sandai to contrast with the first distillery, Yochi, located on the coastal area, using less peaty malts and distilled in a pot still heated by indirect steam. Miyakikyo single malt has an elegant fruitiness and a distinctive aroma with a strong sherry cask influence. Beautiful. It's 45% made in Japan. You know, you gave me this image of this like old distillery on a mountainside and like this beautiful yeah. like Japanese forest, you know what I mean? I mean, with like some fog rolling in around it. It's yeah. on the Middle East 
coast where the other distillery is up north. Okay. I I wish I knew more about Japan to know what that meant, but yeah. So let's pop this guy. Oh no. It's a screw off? It's a screw off. That's disappointing. I don't know how to feel about that, but. Okay. Okay. Let's put a bad taste in my mouth. Let's let's undo that. Hopefully put a good taste in your mouth in a moment. Okay. Definitely not green. Much more of a rich amber color. Kind of looks like a yellow spot type. Mm, interesting smell. And I don't mean that as a. Well, that's interesting. I mean, yeah, actually, it's, 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 it's actually a genuinely interesting smell. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna switch hands so I can do a clink. Clink. Cheers. Nice. Ooh. Hmm. That's good. Ooh, nice slow. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I can still feel going down. Oh, mm-hmm. there it is, right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Right in the center of my chest. Whoa. Very different flavor than what we've had recently. I bet this this kind of reminds me a little bit the other of the um I mean obviously it's their same distillery family, but uh yeah, and I and I like that. I like I mean we, we have some great whiskeys, but it's so nice to have something that's completely different uh what do you want to say, flavor, structure, whatever pretentious bullshit you wanna say, you know. Yeah, like it's the last episode. Needs more complexity. But yeah, so far. It's like plenty it. complex because, like, no, as I said last episode, because yeah. it goes down, you feel like it's you feel like it's gone, but then suddenly, oh, there it is again! Wow, and, you know, and there's a lot of flavor lingering in yeah. my mouth hole. Yeah, here and it's the slow burn going down the throat and mm. the chest. I, I, like, I dig that. Sexy. Oh yes. Yeah. So uh, we're doing we're doing traditions, right? And traditions. Whatever this kind of means. This this was suggested uh, by Marie. We've talked to her uh, when this podcast first started, actually. Yeah, and, and she was actually. I think we had maybe two or three episodes and nobody knew us or cared about us and she was the first person to yeah. write us and say you know what? I'm going to give you a shout out on my YouTube channel like completely on her own and she gave us this like really beautiful two minute uh, description about how, how she really liked the podcast yeah and it was su- super nice yeah. so um, you know, we'll, be, we'll be talking to her shortly and this was her idea for an episode and um, I'm not really sure where it's going to be going so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it yeah it, it's an interesting thing because um when you when you think about certain traditions and certain traditions related to holidays in general, right? Like you 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 see that there are some that were important to you and that you really wanted to continue right. after moving to Germany, but some that you didn't really uh, bother to, to to continue. You know what I mean? Like for, exactly. Like each holiday, there's like certain bits that were important to me, you know, and I wanted to do them with my girlfriend and uh, just do them in Germany in general and not forget about them. And certain ones, I kind of just. Eh, okay, if I was living back in the states, I would do it, but it's not important for me to you for know. sure. And 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 I'm I'm also interested to you know talk about maybe a bit, um, you know, because traditions have a lot to do with culture, and um, you know, being living away for such a lot for such a long time, you know, what is our culture now? Do we still consider ourselves American or German or a mixture in between? And how much do the traditions really play a role in that? Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Yeah, because somebody might feel. Ooh, I'm American. You know, can I adopt German traditions? You know what I mean. If I'm right. not, if I'm not German, is are people people uh, would Germans be offended that I'm trying to bring you know to 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 do these traditions? Exactly. And also, I think there's certain German certain German traditions that if you didn't grow up with them in your childhood and it's not really in your family, you don't quite understand and you don't you just don't have that emotional connection with them. Obviously, right? Sure. Sure. Um, so certain traditions, German. Tra- traditions you'll probably never 
be able to hook onto, you know, but uh, others you're like, oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Cool. Yeah. Or you see how important it is to your girlfriend and you 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 take it on because and of then that all reason. of a sudden it becomes your tradition too. Exactly. I, I think it'll be a fun conversation. Um, looking forward to it. Let's go talk to Marie. Yeah. yeah. Today we have with us Marie Tischner, a Peruvian-American author living in southern Germany, who is the host of the fabulous YouTube channel Adventures of La Marie. You can find all of her content at mltischner.com. Or, did I say that right? Is that correct? Okay. Yep. Well, nice. Anyways, welcome, Marie, <laughs> and uh, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, I. Uh, Today we have a topic that was actually a, a really great idea from you, which is traditions and what we take with us, what we you know take from Germany and how we kind of mix that all together. Um, well, before we start, maybe we should get a little bit, uh, maybe some background information. Yeah. So uh, when did you move from Germany and from where? That's a good question. No, that's a good question. I, I moved to Germany in 2014. Okay. I was actually living uh, in Chicago at the time. I was working for a German pharma company, and I met my now German husband. Mm, and nice. uh, yeah, we uh, decided to try, you know, me coming to Germany. But I stayed within my company and just transferred. And he also then stayed within the company he was working for and transferred to be closer. And for the first four years in Germany, we were living on Lake Constance, oh, and uh, it was really fun. And it was a beautiful place. I believe it. And uh, a few years ago, then we decided to move back to his hometown, and so he just, tra you know, transferred back. And then I uh, got to quit my job as a microbiologist and then become an author. So <laughs> <laughs> super cool, very uh, well-rounded. That, that's that's a switch. That is a switch. <laughs> that, that is quite a switch. Yeah. 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 Wow. Now, and uh, how do you feel now being in a, a small village uh, versus? back when you were living in, you know, the, the huge city of Chicago. Yeah. I I, yeah. My, my husband actually wanted me originally to move from Chicago to his hometown. And I was like, Ooh. uh, no, that would be, that would be <laughs> some, some culture shock. Absolutely. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the thing, the thing is, so, um, I am, like, like you said before, I'm Peruvian American. My, my mom is from Peru. My dad's American. And my mom did just that. She moved from Peru to Indiana in the eighties. And like the first 10 years of my life, we lived in this very tiny town out in the country. Mm -hmm. And she like, she hated it. <laughs> <laughs> she, and she was also from the city. And so like me growing up, watching her being essentially miserable for a decade, I was like, yeah, yeah, I know what awaits me. No. <laughs> <laughs> But but eventually you felt you were ready to to go to the small town life and yeah yeah, yeah. so like because we we would come it was only like a three hour drive so for, of course for Americans that's that's like that's nothing yeah so we would we would come back to his hometown at least once a month for like birthdays or festivals or whatever and I ended up making friends here more friends than what we had were like what we had back on the Constance interesting yeah. Yeah, and, and also wanted to eventually have a house and fortunate enough that we could take over the family house and it just kind of was, it, it felt right. But obviously, you know, it, it took time to go from Chicago to Uberlingen, yeah. then to little, little town, <laughs> 200 people. It's very oh my small. Goodness. Yeah. And what's the ratio of your friends of Germans versus other expats? Oh, it's definitely mostly Germans. There's, okay. there's not many. Nice. There's not many expats. I right. have, uh, and they're not close. So the expat friends I have, like American-wise, I have one in Horb. So that's 
Like Horb. an hour and a half away. Hmm. Yeah. Never it's, heard uh, of it. That's, that's south a nice of name. Stuttgart. Horb. Yeah. yeah. Horb. It's, it's near Esslingen, so south of Stuttgart. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, the other one lives in Ulm, which is also south. Uh, Ulm. I've, I was there for a few hours one day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good for you. Just passing through. Yeah. So I, so I know nothing <laughs> about it, but I have physically been there. Yeah. So in that day, there was two Americans living there. Yeah. 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 Sweet. So, okay. Traditions. Traditions. Yeah, traditions. And I think as we're trying to like think of ideas of traditions from the States, I feel like it's a little more difficult as an American because we're a young culture and a young country don't have like these 400, 500 year old traditions that, you know, Germans have or Italians have or whatever. Well, I think it depends where you're, because my mom's side of the family is El Salvadoranian. So we have tons of traditions, you know what I mean? Even though... Right. We're living this, but true because they're immigrants who moved to moved to the states. So it, uh, yeah, it really all yep. depends on where, where your family uh, emigrated from. And, I guess. and that's the interesting part about the states is that most people are coming from you know immigrant or expat families. But yeah, so we came up with a lot of like holidays. I mean, holidays mm-hmm. are a lot of traditions that we have, and yep. so uh, us three together, we made a list of different holidays and things that we want to talk about. And tis the season, a little bit late, but tis the season. Only, Our first one. Only a few days. Only a few days. Well, yeah. by the time this comes out, a little over a week, that's okay, uh, is Halloween and how we celebrate as Americans versus living in Germany where it's not as big of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and because, um, But I've noticed in the, God, nine years I've lived here, it's really gone from something that maybe you see one or two people dressed up that yeah. now you're, I've noticed over the years, especially in Berlin, a lot more people embracing Halloween and a lot more, well, not this year, but normally Halloween parties and people embracing the pumpkin carving and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, for everybody, so so back when you were a, a kid, did, did you have certain traditions or things that you would do every time Halloween came around? Uh, trick or treating was like my thing when I was a yeah. kid. And I loved it, and uh, I, I loved acting and wearing costumes. So my and my mom made my costume. So I was uh, every year it was nice. like, okay, what what Disney what Disney princess was I going to be that year? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I loved the the costumes and and the candy. And then of course, you know, when you're in college, it's the the parties. Yes. But, uh, for me, it was definitely the the costumes, always the costumes. So I'm glad that in Germany we have carnival, so I can, you know, still uh, Keep get that my, alive. my fix. Yeah, I can still get for my sure. fix. And, and we have two weekends here that we that there are festivals. So I get yeah, that. true. Down south has a lot of holidays. We don't have that many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they have they have a lot more <laughs> boring religious holidays though. So uh, I don't <laughs> this know. Is true. This is true. Yeah. It's it's really it's really funny with uh with uh. Because they're here, the two states are uh, Baden-Württemberg and Bavaria are Catholic, and uh, and I was raised Catholic, but of course, like we didn't celebrate a lot of these. You know, in the states we don't have religious holidays, yeah. and uh, so I would tell my mom, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, we have blah 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 day off, and she's like, why? I was like, oh, it's Christi Himmelfahrt, you know, yeah. the Christ ascension to heaven. She's like, what? <laughs> why not? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think actually Berlin has the least amount of holidays out of every German state. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they've been slowly. They, they added a uh, Frauentag though as an official holiday. True. So that was really nice. We have oh, okay. one more. Um, but yeah, I think that is also a big difference in terms of Halloween tradition. Is in the states for Halloween you can dress up. It, it's not really about dressing scary. It's just about being something other than yourself. Right. Where mm-hmm. I've noticed, at least with my girlfriend and other Germans I've talked to, they say no, no, no Halloween is. Only scary. for only for dressing for scary. scary, like 
yeah, yeah. The, the dressing normal but something else that's for yeah carnival, carnival. or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. um you know but in the states for halloween you could be justin bieber or freddy krueger it doesn't matter it's just about yeah. <laughs> it's just about like uh, having a different like a, a role you know what i mean just mm-hmm. being something else you know yeah so i think that's a big yeah. difference for uh, sure it is a very difference yeah yeah one of my favorite um, holiday things that I used to love doing with my mom was like the week leading up to it or even on the day sometimes yeah. was watching all the old 80s classic slasher films you know, like Nightmare on yeah. Elm Street, Halloween, all these things. And so I try to keep that alive here a bit. Um, like my girlfriend and stuff, but she's not a huge um, fan of like older horror movies. Mm. So usually when I have a day to myself around Halloween time, I take that day and I just kind of go through Friday the 13th, Halloween. I just get as many done as I can. And then it gets me really pumped up for the for the season, you know? Yeah. You got to get in the mood. Yeah. Got to get in the mood. But yeah, yeah it's not a definitely. huge thing. Yeah. And, and Marie, did you did you do the the, cu- the pumpkin carving and all that when you were young, younger? We, we've... Uh, no, not really, because I mean, Halloween is also not big in Peru. So mm. like a lot of time, I mean, with a lot of stuff I did with just with my mom, my, my dad traveled a lot. So I, I didn't get so much a lot of American traditions because it was just a lot of times just my mom and I. Mm. So I got more Peruvian tradition than, than American tradition. So nice. pumpkin carving, we didn't we didn't really do. But here, my husband really liked it. So we did we did do it one year and then we took the insides and made soup out of it. So that was fun. Oh, nice. <laughs> now, now, was it something that he was already into or that you kind of introduced him to? Or how, how did he get into pumpkin carving? Um, I think it was something that because like I think he may have always wanted to try because oh, it yeah, was okay. definitely his first time. But I, there are photos of him when he was younger where they would just draw on the pumpkin. So they they're at least here they were using pumpkins as something like fall halloweeny decorations oh, yeah, that's okay. been around but actual pumpkin carving because we were explaining that to my mother-in-law she's like what why are you putting a candle on the pumpkin we're like <laughs> <laughs> it's just what you do There's, honestly what's the answer to that question i don't know it's what you do it just looks cool i mean yeah for me yeah, the biggest tradition for me is the pumpkin carving for Halloween. Oh, yeah. And because um, the getting dressed up, I I do it maybe in Germany every two or three years because sometimes there's just, there's no, there's not that many Halloween parties to go to or you don't really have any German friends who are True. dressing up. Um, yeah. But the one thing I always try to do every year is the pumpkin carving because for me that really feels like my childhood and it was really like we never once did a Halloween without pumpkin carving when I was a kid. So that, that's like go. the main tradition I think that I've that's kept, thing. kept going. Yeah. yeah. Any carves that mean pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> what I've tried to do is at least try to watch one like horror film or slasher film or something and eat candy. Cause I'm like, eh, I got something. <laughs> nice. sure. So, yeah. so this year actually we, cause we'd actually gone out to dinner with some friends. So during the day we didn't do much, but then we got home. My husband was really, it was like, 10 11 o'clock at night and he's like it's still halloween let's pick a horror movie and i'm like dude yes yes so yes we watched uh midsummer this year oh I've, I've really wanted to see that is that good it was really yeah it was it was very creepy <laughs> it was awesome nice yeah all right then um i mean chronologically in the, in, what's in the u.s what, what comes after halloween i think be easiest to dive right into Thanksgiving. You know? Black Friday. Oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, oh, yeah, Thanksgiving. No, Black Friday. Black Friday <laughs> is not a holiday. Sorry. I mean, no. yeah. So uh, Thanksgiving is definitely, I think, one of the biggest American traditions that I really try to keep here because it's it's like it's the best day of the year. It's the best holiday. I mean, Halloween's the best holiday, but Thanksgiving's really the truly 
best holiday. Yeah, amazing and, food and family. Yeah, and especially being away from family, uh, I think it's even more important to you know try to bring that tradition to my friends who are you know are my new family and try to have mm-hmm. a nice. Uh, Thanksgiving usually without a turkey because it's Germany and it's hard to get turkeys. At least in it Berlin. is hard to get turkeys in Germany. Yeah. That's true. But um, yeah, for for me at least, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, and um, we usually get a roasted chicken from the Dönerladen down the street. So we go to the dinner place and have the chicken on the thing. So I get, like, I'll have six chickens, please, and then we make that. And everyone comes over, brings food. And yeah. um, and everyone loves it. Europeans love Thanksgiving. And then I put yeah. on football in the background. Uh, and it's it trying to make it feel like home, you know? Yeah, I, I've noticed a lot, a lot of the Germans I've met, they really want to try because they always hear about Thanksgiving. Yeah. And they always see these the foods like pumpkin pie and that sort of thing and they, that they've never tried before. Or, you know, just like what, whatever, what's another typical kind of hol- uh, Thanksgiving meal? Mashed potatoes? Yeah, or mashed potatoes or, you know. Gravy, uh, green beans. Or uh, yeah. sweet potato and marshmallows. Yeah. Sweet potato and marshmallows. Yeah. yeah, all this weird <laughs> stuff that they don't do in Germany. but And they, they say it's disgusting, but when they hear it, they're like, oh, I want to try, I want to try. Yeah, true. Uh, but, but being Peruvian, did your did your mom was she even into Thanksgiving at all, or was it something that she slowly adopted after moving? Is she? Uh, we we did. Um, I know when I was younger, we we did. You know, obviously with my the American side of my family, but mm. slowly a lot of her her siblings they came to Indiana, and uh, we started then doing Thanksgiving with them. So our food is actually very Peru- like it's mostly Peruvian food. That's fun. And sometimes we do turkey and but we always had to have at least a ham because like my dad was never he doesn't like turkey he doesn't really like poultry so we always had to have like another <laughs> option that's so, <laughs> so interesting <laughs> right? you get like, like the american dude that doesn't want poultry it's like all right <laughs> I've, I've never heard anybody's like i have poultry not for me not for me okay. no i think it's because for him when he was younger he kind of he ate so much of it when he was a kid he just was like over it doesn't really can't really yeah he's just over it yeah. white meat but, bad memories um, yeah yeah i think i think that's much more of what it is of course he'll eat it he's not like completely adverse to it but obviously if there's another option he would prefer it right yeah. now but, were, there, uh, were there any peruvian dishes that you guys had instead of like a typical american like a substitution stuff? yeah substitution yeah, yeah so um the the favorite of course was my mom's there's a peruvian potato salad it's called papala huancaina Oh, I love and, it. Uh, I love, yeah, it's oh my, it's just, oh, my mom's is the best. Oh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like boiled potatoes, and then there's a special sauce. And uh, my mom, when she, because when she came to the states, you couldn't get a lot of the proving ingredients, so she sure. adapted uh, yeah. it. So it's like an Americanized version, and uh, but it's it's everyone's favorite. And I'm the only other person that knows the recipe, and so nice. <laughs> so I brought that here to Germany as well. So like. Uh, when we do Thanksgiving, I, I also try to introduce some some Peruvian dishes. Like that's the big one because uh, we the sauce you can also use as a dip. You can literally put it on anything. It tastes good with turkey. It tastes good with whatever bread, ham, whatever, yeah. ham, other other yeah. poultries, <laughs> other poultries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Though I will admit, here in the south, it is actually easier to get turkeys. Oh, okay, I've, I've so had turkey I've been able- once because of you have the more farms or. Yeah. yeah, yeah, farmland. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I, I was the, yeah. the last time I did Thanksgiving. Um, a friend of mine actually works on a turkey farm, so I was able to go straight to the slaughterhouse Whoa. and get and get it fresh. There you go. Awesome. So yeah. awesome. <laughs> you know, I think I think food is definitely the ultimate tradition, right? I mean, it's kind of no matter, sure. no matter where you go. I think that's the main thing that everybody that reminds them of home and reminds them of their childhood is food, right? Well, yeah. ev- everyone likes food because everyone needs to like food. So. Yep. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about specific types of food from your home country. No, I, I know what you mean. Okay, I'm just saying. Sorry. <laughs> you're, you're putting the brakes on my. <laughs> I think that's why Thanksgiving is like the, the best tradition that we can bring with us because food is so uniting and it's, yes. it's a good way. Like when you're wanting to use, you know, to introduce something with your, your found family in this new country, it's, it's a way of showing parts of your culture, but then even inviting some of your own. And it, it is a mixture and just sitting around eating and drinking all day. What, I mean, what German would, would dislike that. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And, and I, I think it's interesting too, because then you start forming your own traditions. Like, I don't know about both of you, but like, like I said, we're doing now every year we have to get uh, a chicken from the dinner place. Like we have to do that no matter what, yeah. even if we have Turkey, we have to get a chicken from there. Cause that's yeah. like, that is what we do now on Thanksgiving. Right. So like the traditions kind of shift a bit and it's less about, you know, being from America or whatever. Now it's kind of like, this is the, the mixture of everything. It's also kind of cool. Yeah. Well, you, you, yeah. you couldn't find what you needed to fulfill your old tradition. So you get a substitute and it creates this whole new tradition. Exactly. And, yeah. and that's super cool. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Makes it more and, special. Yes. And can you tell us what's the meaning behind the phrase, das Essen war richtig fettig? Yeah. <laughs> so the funny story. All right. So, um, of course, the, this last time I did Thanksgiving, it was the first time we'd moved to my husband's hometown. So we invited our local friends and they were all super excited to try mm. American Thanksgiving. But of course, I was like, all right, well, you know, I took care of me. I did um, the proven potato salad. Yeah. And I also made dessert. So I did like uh, chocolate cupcakes with homemade peanut butter frosting nice. and um, some just nice. like chocolate mousse because not everybody likes peanut butter. I, I don't mm. understand these people, you know. Oh, <laughs> <true>. <laughs> right? I mean, some people, you know, they're allergic and they die, but people are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> get, over, get over it. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> and for everything else, I was like, you know, I, I was like, well, let's let's uh, try to go a little healthier. Bring vegetables or like bring homemade bread, like bring whatever you want, like whatever, you know. Yeah. So and that was mostly what a lot of people are like steamed, like uh, like roasted vegetables or salad, homemade bread. It was fantastic. And cool. and while, you know, when everything was done and we'd stuffed our faces, somebody was like, das Essen war richtig fettig. And that translates to that food was really fatty. <laughs> and my <laughs> Well, and my yeah, first thought was, "It's American." I mean, what it's American, right? But, yeah. but, That's but I, I, but I was, per I was purposely like, bring vegetables, bring healthy stuff. Like, yeah. oh, you know, like it wasn't that fatty. You were missing, like, you know, sweet potato casserole, and we're, you know, we're we're missing like all of the like really, really fatty stuff. The really I was American really stuff. confused, yeah. right? Like, yeah, the the heart clogging good stuff. <laughs> and uh, turns out that in this area, Germany, that's code for bring us schnapps. Oh, okay. Wow. So and you had like know. a bunch of schnapps and no veggies at all. I, I had no idea. And my, my husband had gone off to like go get the schnapps and I'm sitting here going, no, but guys, uh, uh, and they're all <laughs> laughing at me because they realize that I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start to screw with me more. They're like, no, seriously, it was really fatty. Like I, I and they just kept going with it. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> You know, so what, those are good friends. <laughs> what, what Germans don't understand is that fat makes everything tasty, you know, and, and Americans, we've embraced this in the best and most deadly possible way. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're really, really good at fat. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah. Okay. But yeah. So, uh, we, uh, one of our friends that was there, he literally has told that story to pretty much anyone who will hear it. <laughs> <laughs> 
But over, overall, did your do your Germans friends do they do they like uh, Thanksgiving? Do they? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They they they. We'd hope to do it again this year, but obviously with, you know, yeah, the C you know. word, that's not that's not going to happen. But yeah, as soon as we're able to, we'll gladly do it again. It was so much fun and. And uh, what we did is um, I also found the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade on YouTube. And then I had that showing on oh, nice. TV. Nice. And uh, my, my other favorite was they asked me, to like, oh, great. So, like, what else is there for the tradition? And I was like, well, one of you has to be the racist uncle. Yeah, who is it going to be? <laughs> right. One of you has to get extremely drunk and proclaim, is, pro- proclaim their love for a cousin or something. And, yeah. exactly, I, I, exactly. I told some of my German friends about the, um, the dog show that's on a lot. There, there's a dog show on Thanksgiving very often like okay. every Thanksgiving there's, there's a dog show and now every year my friends try to go on YouTube and try to find the dog show so I think it's, it's such an amazing what, thing what, what, what is this dog show? it's a, it's every Thanksgiving no you're not describing it What's, what is it? what's a dog show? no no but is there something special about it or is it just a normal dog show? I mean a dog show by itself is pretty special Jeff no but is, is it like the puppy bowl that they have going it's, it's not the puppy bowl oh okay but it's just like a, it's a Thanksgiving dog show my mom would always turn on when we were trying to watch football you know Nice. Yeah. So all my friends want to watch the uh, the dog show. It's oddly American. It's it sounds very American. I would ch- I would not watch that, but I you should watch it. I, I could totally see other people watching it. Yeah. It's pretty boring. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and, did you guys do the? Uh, we have to go around the table and say you know what we're thankful for that old spiel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yep. Made him do it. We're like we're doing this, guys. We're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have a feeling certain Germans would not quite understand that part, or would be maybe be a little I don't know no, but, 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 appreh- apprehensive about that. I don't know, like like saying mm-hmm. personal feelings in front of everybody. I don't know. <laughs> no, not 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 in a racist way. I'm just saying like. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Can we please move on to another tradition, please? <laughs> Okay, well, next chronologically would be Valentine's. No, just Christmas. 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 Yes. Um, yep. I gotta sit this one now. I'm Jewish, so you've you've celebrated. <laughs> we all know you've celebrated Christmas. Come on. Yeah, true. My grandparents are Catholic, so they went to their house for Christmas. But um, you liar. We didn't really celebrate. We went to their house. Like it was not something we like celebrated but you were there while they were celebrating christmas and you saw right. you saw a tree and you got christmas presents i'm guessing yeah and it was very italian style uh christmas i guess oh. so my grandparents uh have a italian roots we ate uh seven fishes i guess isn't a thing in italy i don't know seven fishes What's you that? have to eat seven different okay. fishes on things on christmas oh wow yeah, it was really cool oh, so i had a bunch of fish. living in rhode island you know lots of fish so sure i always loved uh, christmas for the fishes and then moving to germany where christmas is like it's, it's like I don't know. It's like the land of Christmas. Right. Yeah. It's the biggest thing in the world here. Christmas is a Super Bowl of holidays in it's Germany. Super, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yeah. And so now, like, I used to hate, like, I used to get really annoyed with, like, the Christmas music and, like, all the Christmas stuff. But in Germany, they do it in a different way. And I actually really love the Christmas season now. Yeah. I mean, that's become a tradition of mine is during December, we have to go to it at least five different Christmas markets. I mean, we have like, oh, yeah. we, we have like five of our favorites that we have to check out gotcha, every, every oh, Christmas. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Now in, in your, in your area, I'm sure you have some like really quaint, awesome Christmas markets. No, probably much oh, better. Yeah. yeah. We have, especially the, the tiny towns. The only, the only thing that sucks is some of them are only open for like a weekend. Oh. And one of my favorite ones is open during the weekend that we have the birthdays of three of our nephews. So it's like, Oh, okay. oh I have to, yeah. it's, it's like, it's like a hit or miss if I'm able to go to it one year because it's well, depending you, on... You know what's a good birthday present? 
You take your nephews to the Christmas market. Christmas market, I know. There you go. One, well, one of them's eighteen now, so he's like too oh. sc- too cool for school. Yeah, and absolutely. the others, they're twins. They'll be six, so it's like ugh, they're like way opposite ends. Maybe when the when the twins are a little older. I mean, this, oh, I think yeah. Christmas. I mean, yeah, Christmas markets. I think at the moment for at that age. Uh, well, especially for the smaller ones because they don't have that much as like as the bigger ones. Yeah. Okay. True. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when they get a little older, at least to to take them and then stuff them with food. <laughs> <laughs> Who can be upset by that? Nobody. Come on. Right. Nobody. Right. And and do you still have family living back in the U.S.? So do you ever travel back to the U.S. for for Christmas, or how do you decide uh, which year you're gonna you know stay stay in Germany or go back? Well, we haven't we haven't figured out a, a a schedule on that yet. But I have been back at least once, and uh, mostly we my parents actually came last year, which was really fun. So we can like show them, you know, like what yeah. what we do in Germany. Always and a good then, time. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. And uh, they came right at the end of the Christmas market, so I was able to take them there, and then you know, like what we do for other trans- traditions for the twenty fourth, and <clears throat> my. Uh, then taking my husband to Indiana, we were able to do like, you know, we are Peruvian traditions and then our American traditions. And it's, it's really fun. It's fun. It's very interesting to juggle three cultures. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And like for, 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 for Christmas, like what would be a specific Peruvian tradition you would do if, if, say, if you went back home and you were with your parents, what would be different from, from doing Christmas in Germany? The, well, the big thing, well, it's not too different because it, in Germany, or at least at where we are, they celebrate everything on the 24th. Right. Like, with, yeah, with, yeah, here oh, too. Yeah. Right. So um, in Peru, it's also technically on the 24th, but it's at midnight. So we have to wait until midnight. So technically not on the 24th. Still, technically it's the 25th. Doesn't Santa come the 24th? At 20... No, no. He comes in the middle middle of the night. For the 24th to the 25th, right? Yeah. But Christmas right. Day is on the 25th. You wake up on the 25th to the presents being from to Santa. The presents, yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah, okay. when, I was, when I was growing up, technically uh, Santa came while we were at church <laughs> on the 24th. <laughs> oh, that was, that was nice of him. Yeah. 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 It was. I mean, he's got to. He's got to. You know, juggle his time. Of course. So. Yeah. He's, of course. Like a, he's like a two-hour window, and he hits every single person. Makes sense. Right? I guess. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, here. We here we also do it on the twenty-fourth as well. Though the thing is, we have uh, sometimes if the nephews misbehave, we're like, hey, because for them they they have to open their the ten p.m. is like the latest that they can hold out before opening presents. Sure. So if they start misbehaving, we're like, we're gonna do Peruvian Christmas if you don't stop it. I'll make you wait till midnight. <laughs> Just painful, <laughs> right? Oh, so yeah. And th- those are the big difference. Uh, another, I know with, oh, I actually did spend a Christmas in Peru a couple years ago, and uh, that's actually when we eat turkey is on Christmas. So they always, there's oh. always a turkey dinner at night. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. For me, growing up, uh, my daddy just kind of decided he was kind of bored with a typical Christmas meal. So growing up, every Christmas, he would go and find a completely different random meal that had nothing to do with Christmas, you know, like you do fish one or chicken one year, or, you know, just like he just was over. I love that. He was just over the traditional. So, but that kind of became our tradition where every year he would go and he'd find like a beautiful, amazing dish, but that had nothing to do with Christmas. And that would just be, so it was every year it was different. So That's that, awesome that was tradition. kind of our tradition. That's was a really the, great. The lack of tradition was the tradition. You and know? do you do that here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, uh, the day, the years I'm here, I always do something different. Yeah. But usually, I go back home. Uh, for, not yeah. this, not this year because of uh, Corona. But usually, I go back home, and so I have the different whatever my dad's cooking. You know. Yeah. That's really. I like the tradition a lot. That's, that's a really, really cool fun. tradition. Yeah. yeah. I cool. like your dad. <laughs> cheers! Cheers to your dad. Oh, oh. 
juice to your dad. <laughs> oh, that's nice. One moment, please. We're just gonna get a piece of paper towel. Oh no. Okay, we're back. Okay, we're we are we are we are back. Um, I'm a dummy. Uh, before we move on to our next tradition holiday, I noticed, Marie, that you're also drinking a whiskey with us. We didn't mention this earlier. Yes. Can yeah, you tell sorry. us about what you're drinking? If, sorry. If, if we had known, we would have cheers with you at the beginning. But, right. yeah. Oh, no. That's totally fine. So I just felt since, you know, I'm, I'm joining you guys that drinking something else would feel just inappropriate. So no, I was like, it, it, That's very awesome because I think only maybe one other guest has ever done that that I drank yeah. whiskey with us yeah. True. so really you are in a, uh, next, you are in a very rare we'll, uh, class yeah awesome. <laughs> well peruvians actually really like whiskey so i grew Ooh. up kind of learning nice. to, to appreciate it very good so the uh the whiskey i'm drinking is german actually it's uh from a distillery called zenft i don't know if you can see it yeah it looks nice and it has uh it's from lake constance so it actually has lake constance on the bottle now zenft kind of Oh, sorry. I, every time mm-hmm. you say Zenf, I hear I hear mustard. But yeah, Zenf? yeah mustard? it's, it's yeah. like Zenf, but with a T yeah. at the end. So Zenf. Gotcha. Yeah. And and, and could 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 you, could you describe the the notes of that whiskey? <laughs> can you not? <laughs> can, can you describe the notes of any whiskey? Jeff? No. Yeah. No, you can't. No, but I love I love, I love hearing people uh, try to describe the notes. things that are really hard to describe. Yeah. Oh, like a C C flat. Yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a B sharp. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, Close. Very good. No, it's, it's very good. I don't. It's not. It's not like. It's. I would say it's in like in between in terms of whiskey. It's not very, too herby. It's not that. It's not as mild as say like, Jameson. But like. Mm. Yeah. But no, I really like it. We we always make sure to have a bottle on hand. Dang. We like we and, like the distillery. We we used to live close to them, so we uh, uh, were able okay. to able to get them from the source and. Let's put that on the list. Yeah. And what would be your go to whiskey? Well, there's this one, and then another one actually. Um, I guess technically it's a bourbon whiskey. One of my my best friends brought it. Is a, a Basel Hayden. Ooh, I've not had that one either. That one I was so good. Oh man, it had like this like vanilla notes to it. It was oh, Ooh, that okay. was one of the few I could really like drink pure. Okay, we're gonna add that to the list too. All right, for nice. sure. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Um, here's a note. We're almost out of time. Yeah, actually, we're pretty much out of time. Yeah, are, are there any um, or, more more specific Peruvian traditions we could talk about that 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 you haven't mentioned yet? Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, the the biggest one. I mean, we also have our Independence Day, um, just mm-hmm. like in the states. So for us, it's July twenty eighth. Oh, and, but July uh, also. That's yeah, that's, also uh, July. Yep. Yeah, it's close. That's close. That's how it works. And yeah. <laughs> when I was when I was growing up, uh, my mom was part of the Peruvian Association of Central Indiana. Well, she's still part of it, but so of course we would celebrate with other Peruvians. So for me, you know, there's 4th of July and then there's July 28th and there's a lot of eating and dance while as a child, no drinking, but as a adult, different, Uh, mostly eating and dancing. Peruvians are very much about food and dance. Love it. So, yeah, so that was that. And and so while I'm here, at least part of, unfortunately, it also falls on my mother-in-law's birthday. So I don't always get to do stuff. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Necessarily. Um, but there've been times where she, you know, if it's just like us and she's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I'm making you Peruvian food. <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> Perfect. So Love yeah, it. that's, that's, yeah, that's usually uh, what, what I try to do here is I at least try to do something with Peruvian food since, yeah, I'm not close enough to any Peruvians to be able to do anything, but I would love to go to like Milan because apparently Milan has a huge Peruvian community. Oh, yeah, and I didn't. I didn't know that. I, I, I only know either. because yeah. 
a friend of mine uh, in, in near Zurich, uh, very, her husband used to work with my husband. So we're all, she's also half Peruvian and her mom would go to Milan all the time because that's where she could get all of her Peruvian ingredients. Hmm. So yeah, she recommended, she's like, go there. You should, uh, that's, there's like a, some of the best Peruvian restaurants are there. And so that hopefully oh. when things open up, I would love to, to do something on my channel and, and go to, back to Milan and, and start yeah. hunting for Peruvian stuff. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm, I'm guessing she goes and she buys like in bulk and then, you know, she brings back home. So like Smart. six yep. months worth probably. <laughs> yeah, she goes, I think every six months. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're very good. Very good. It's only like guy. four hours by train from Zurich. So for them, it's, true. it's, oh, it's true. an easy day trip oh, for yeah. them. Cool. Yes, it's right? I think it's so cool. And for us in Germany, I will admit there's a there's a decent store in Freiburg that I've been able to order stuff. So I've been able to do some Peruvian stuff here. And I'm very fortunate that my in-laws are they never question <laughs> they never question what I put in front of them. They'll try it. Nice. So I really, really appreciate that about them. But I that's what you need is you need uh people who are okay experimenting around you, you know what I mean? Or or else life gets really Kind of a pain in the ass, you know. Yeah, really it, does, to like, it does. You have to really cook to specific palates, then it's no good. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not as fun. It's not as fun. We, we so we have a, we have a few more things on our list, but unfortunately, we can't get to them today. But maybe we could do it in the future. I don't know. I didn't get to talk about American football. I would love to. But oh, damn! I know. I'm sorry, Jeff. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, maybe we can do it again another time. No Monday night football. I know it's Tuesday morning football. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, because Doesn't because have of the right Corona or the, yeah, no, no because of the time difference. Time difference, dude. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah it it doesn't enough. have the same ring. It doesn't have the same ring. It doesn't. It's dude, also like really early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about like three a.m. Uh, like two two three a.m. Yeah, that's, that's why Super Bowl is always tough. Yeah, but you just watch it and then go to work. You have um, like two hours of sleep. No, no, I I always have. I, I every year I take off the AFC Championship game. And a Super Bowl day after off of wow. work. You take because, days off work to watch. Yeah, man. It's. I mean, come on. I, I'm a Patriots fan. We're in a Super Bowl very often. So I got to watch it. Okay. And I'm not going to watch it after that. That means fact. you can afford to miss it, right? <gasps> no. What? No. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, because you have to stay up till uh, the game starts at like 2 in the morning and ends at 5, 6 Jesus. in the morning. Mm. Not worth it. It's totally worth it. One of my coworkers, well, oh, ex-co-workers back when I when I lived down uh, Lake Constance her husband boyfriend played f like American football for the Ravensburg team the Ravensburg oh, yeah. yeah and she uh, yeah they also did she would always take the Monday after the Super Bowl off because that was also that was a tradition as Germans that they adopted they would watch nice. the Super Bowl Love every it. year I oh. actually went to the um, the German American the, Amer the American football German whatever whatever it's called association sorry, what <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The German American Football League. League, I think. It's League, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I actually went to their to their Super Bowl called the German Bowl and it's in Berlin and or it was that year. Sports is a very much American tradition, so it still fits. It still yeah. fits me. It fits. We're in it. Yeah. But, yeah. Th but thank, thank you so much, Marie, for joining us. It's been so much fun. Yeah, yeah. it's great. And, it was a fun time. Just so everyone uh, has a reminder, you can uh, find her YouTube channel. It's Adventures of La Marie. You can also find her website, which is mltishner.com, I believe. Mm -hmm. And if you would like to plug Ola your Instagram or anything else, please feel free to tell me the name of that. All right. Well, it's easy enough. It's all ML Tishner on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And yeah, so Smart. yeah. Keep it, keep, it, keep it easy. 
Yeah. <laughs> Cotton, continuity, you know. Continuity. Just, just makes sense. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? That's a good idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, excellent. But, yeah, thank you very much. And uh, maybe, again, we will finish this conversation at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Would love to. It was it was really fun to finally have Marie on the show because uh, we, we were talking about having collaboration way back in the day, but then Corona happened and, you know, just life happens right so yeah for anyways, sure. I think this was a, a long time coming it was so yeah. it was really fun talking to her about all, about all those traditions for sure I, again th- 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 thank you for for, uh, for being on the show um, that, that was fun it was an interesting topic that she had the idea of and it is something that we need it's ideas Jeff and also another splash and some more splashes of this fantastic <laughs> <laughs> uh, single malt <laughs> Mika, what? Miyakikyo. Miyakikyo. Is it Nika and then Mika Mikyo? Nika whiskey, single malt, Miyakikyo. Let me okay. just uh, pop this guy open again. There it is. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful no, Nothing just happened. It's all normal. <laughs> For, for you and real quick, Jeff. No, nobody just tried to walk in the room. No, no, no. All is normal. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the splash. Oh my god. Cheers again. Cheers. Oh, was the second cheers? That was a big splash. Sorry. I still. Re- oh, yeah, that's a good it, whiskey. It's still really good. It didn't change. Yeah. I mean, I think both of us really like more complex whiskeys. Whiskeys mm. that kind of have ups and downs and last a while and yeah. this, this does that again not to an extreme degree but uh there's a there's it's not it's not a, it's not a bland flat what's what's wrong i think i'm just gonna walk in again that's so funny oh man yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a good whiskey. Thanks for interrupting my <laughs> sorry my uh, delicate whiskey review. <laughs> Losing my shit. Anyways, um, I like it. It has a nice slow burn. I, like I swallowed a while ago, and I'm still feeling it slowly go down. That's nice. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> This has been America's Germany drinking whiskey. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to assume Alex, he says like seven or eight. Um, so then, okay, thanks. Then we'll see you next time. I'm going to give it eight out of ten. <laughs> Episode done. Uh, see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>